Welcome back to the masterclass series that I'm hosting on my podcast channel. So if you dove into this episode first, I would recommend going and listening to episode 213 where I talk about the conscious sun and earth. And the reason why I'd like you to do that is so that when you listen to this episode, you're going to be kind of caught up and have an understanding of what the conscious sun and earth is and how it influenced my life and how I'm kind of evolving through these master classes with this topic. So if you don't know already, my name is Kayla and I'm a spiritual mindset coach and I specialize in human design coaching. And this master class today is going to be an elaboration from the master class that I dropped yesterday about the conscious sun and earth, but I'm also going to be sharing about embodying human design and relationships. And I want to share my experience of having the lens of human design and being able to incorporate this into my relationship with my partner and how this has really transformed our life essentially. So I'm a 6-2 sacral generator and my partner is a 6-3 splenic projector. So we're very different. And I think that the biggest thing that I have learned with human design is it makes it has made things a lot less personal. And I don't really have the answer as to why. I guess because it's it's a reason for why people show up the way they do or, or the way that they don't. And so it's interesting because yesterday I shared in the first master class how my childhood for eight years, honestly more than that if I'm if I'm being real, I went through a lot of mental, emotional, spiritual abuse with my ex-stepmom and my biological dad. And there was a lot of anger and rage in that experience of my childhood with them and when i discovered let's say this year 2021 when i discovered that my dad was an ego manifester i ironically have never felt so much peace about our relationship because for sure my dad was out of alignment many times when i was growing up and the not-self theme of a manifester is anger. And so you can imagine, and the fact that he is an ego manifester as well, like the authority is all about desires, all about making selfish decisions. And there's nothing wrong with that. However, if someone is out of alignment, then I feel like it's amplified. And it's not not going to be integrity for that person or other people involved. And so when I realized the, it was like, I don't want to say it was a justification, but it really was very eye-opening, like, holy shit, that anger and the way that he made decisions had nothing to do with me, and literally everything to do with how he was designed energetically, and whether, you know, he's in alignment or not, that's not my responsibility, and I just literally, at 31 years old, felt closure for the first time in my life, and so... This is just a very simple example, (laughs) quite intense, but a very simple example of how understanding other people's human design can like really allow us to give them grace and know how to support them, right? Like now that I understand manifestors, it's like, okay, you're designed to initiate and form this 1000% makes sense why I felt like 
my dad was bossy when I was growing up or that he would just talk all the time. You know what I mean? And so now I'm just, it's just not personal anymore, right? I think that growing up and not having human design and understanding it was just like, oh my God, what am I doing wrong? Why are they acting this way? Why do I feel this way? You know, why is this happening? And it's interesting because in my chart, I only have my due center and sacral defined. I have a lot of openness and I think I have like three, yes, I have three undefined, sorry, three open centers. And so my Ajna, my throat and my heart center are open, which there's a lot of susceptibility. Oh, my English is so good. I'm not going to edit that out. (laughs) There's a lot of likelihood that I am going to get conditioning in those areas, right? And so, you know, for example, manifest your father has a defined throat and is an ego authority. So it's just like refreshing to understand this from a different lens and have like energetic answers that just make sense. So that's just a a really specific example about just like more closure that I've gotten from, you know, using human design and understanding my conscious sun and earth and that impact, you know, looking at it from that lens and regarding like a big chapter of my life and my childhood. But today, what I want to talk about is my relationship with my partner. And so we've been together for over eight and a half years. And it was interesting because this year when I looked up his human design chart, I was just like, wow, like it just makes so much sense. And I really just want to emphasize that there's this slippery slope with human design because you can, you know, you can discover it and then all of a sudden slap a thousand labels on yourself and other people and then put people or things or actions or beliefs and everything into boxes and that's not what human design is about human design and Ra has said this himself that human design is an experiment and the thing is it's it's literally all about energy and energy cannot be confined to a box like it's it's just not going to have the flow and so I'm going to share about different aspects of our human design and just how, you know, it's really impacted our relationship and how embodying this work has really, like, transformed, you know, our relationship, our connection, even just my connection with my business and so on. So, as I mentioned earlier, when I found out that my boyfriend was a projector, a lot of things made sense. And what I mean by that is that there's, you know, it just made sense. I noticed when I would look at the times where I would invite him to do things or literally in conversation, invite him. Like if I noticed he was, you know, kind of off thinking about something or has something on his mind and he wouldn't say it. And I would say like, Hey, what are you thinking about? And then that would like open the floodgates. Right. And I mean, I guess you could argue that anyone could be like that, but I just noticed like me understanding that projectors are designed to be invited to share their wisdom, that, this is this is what is going to allow him to be in alignment and you know it's really interesting because with the not self theme of bitterness like i can see it like understanding human design you know like let's say if we have a conflict or even if it has nothing to do with me it has to do with work or something else and i notice that he's bitter i can immediately again not take it personally and i can think okay where was he most likely initiating or responding or you know not listening to his authority and not listening to his spleen right and and then I can guide him from that and I think actually one of the biggest revelations that we had recently is like I really honor his splenic authority and 
it's actually so funny like i swear if people actually overheard our conversation sometimes they would just be like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> so there's definitely been times where we're in conversation and he's looking to make decisions and he's like you know talking things out and then i'll literally just be like well what does your spleen say like i'll, I'll ask him that right and it's funny because if you don't know this already, there's a hierarchy of authority. So when you look at the body graph in the human design chart, we have the emotional center. If any, if anyone has the emotional center defined, that is their authority. Then there's the sacral center. If you have a sacral defined, your emotional center is undefined, you're a sacral authority. If you have your spleen defined and your sacral and your emotional center are undefined, your spleen is your authority. So for example, because my partner has his sacral undefined, if we're making a decision and let's say I'm really excited about it because that's a classic generator thing, like your sacral is lit and it may not be aligned for him, he will pick up on the energy of my sacral being excited. And so it's funny because I notice when we have to make certain decisions, like let's say booking a trip to Mexico, I'm obviously lit. I'm freaking excited. Like this is like, yes, let's do it. We're going here and so on. I will know that I need to give him the space to be alone to make that decision if that feels good for him. And being a splenic authority, the questions to ask yourself are like, is this good for me? Is this, you know, is this meant for me? Is this best for me? Is this essential and that's a big question that he discovered for himself was is it like what's essential and that's one of the things i think as a projector is like being so good at seeing systems and patterns and optimizing things in life that that has been a really powerful question so if you're a projector if you know a projector i would totally invite you to share with them like this question if you're a splenic authority like is this essential because ultimately that fits in with that realm of tapping into your authority so it's like, it's really interesting because I don't think I can unsee living our relationship from a human design lens. And the other thing that I noticed, and I'm going to talk about myself after too, but I just kind of want to share, you know, being on the projector train. What I notice is that he's a 6'3 and I'm a 6'2. And as a 6'3, I can see that especially, so just so that you know, the sixth line up until the Saturn return, which is until around age 29, is actually a three line. So basically up until then, he was a three three. And the three line is, you know, known as, I think I've seen listings of it online of it as it being like the martyr or, you know, I like the word the scientist better. That's how I've learned about it in Eden Carpenter's human design program. And the scientist is really about trial and error. It's about doing lots of different things, figuring things out, optimizing things. And I see this so clearly with my partner. So, you know, when up until like we started dating eight and a half years ago, we were 22 years old and 31 now. It's been a long time. And I can totally see up until that later age. And I, too, was like, I'm a 6'2". So I was a 3-2 up until the age of 29. And I could see the trial and error in our own lives, in our relationship, and I'll dive into that in a little bit. But the other thing that I love with, you know, being able to understand the profiles in human design is like, I see him go through the process of trial and error. You know, for example, one of the things he's so passionate about is CrossFit. Like he loves working out and he loves paying attention to his food and supplements and just like taking care of himself like such a splenic thing to do <laughs> honestly and so 
I just find it so interesting because I see this, like trying different workouts, trying different programs, you know, trying different methods for mobility, trying different foods, like so many different things, like always trying trial and error, trial and error and figuring things out. And then it's so funny to witness when he knows that he's in alignment and just that signature of a projector success and it's like it's so cool because understanding the three line is like I can really hold space for that and literally whether it's for him or somebody else that has a three line in their profile or anywhere in their chart is like I think there's a lot of shame around trial and error and figuring things out and so me having this awareness in a relationship is I can really hold space for like you are literally fucking designed to go and mess shit up and figure out what works best and pivot and change. That is literally what the three line is about. So when I see him embodying that, you know, like he goes and figure out the best way to, you know, improve his training so that he can, you know, be injury free and so on. And it's so interesting because I like watch him play this out. And then the sixth line being the role model, the exemplary human now in like the thir- being in our 30s is like, oh my God, like I can, I can just see it and I can see, you know, when he is in alignment. And I think the funny thing is that I'm also a sixth line. So that's the visionary being able to see things, take things to the next level. So this understanding of human design relationship, understanding my partner's human design has allowed me to be a visionary and hold space and understand the energetic imprint of how they're meant to show up. And I think that it's, it's completely shifted our communication and really just allowed us to respect one another and how we do things. And so if I can talk about myself now, 6-2 sacral generator, I only have my G center and my sacral defined. For me, what I notice in our relationship is I like I'm really good now to know what I need in terms of like let's say if we're making a decision I'll be like can you please ask me yes or no questions like I need something to respond to and then he can do that whereas if it's an open-ended question and I'm really like struggling to figure out like what I want to do how I want to do it that doesn't work for me so me being able to share that with him and even just you know being open about the things that frustrate me around you know, let's say cleaning the house, there's certain things that I don't like doing that he will do and I'll do the other things. And it's like, we harmoniously are able to honor the fact that, you know, I'm going to do what lights me up in terms of cleaning the house. And then you're going to support me in this way so that we can both, you know, be in alignment. Right. So little things like this, and that might sound so trivial, but can you honestly imagine to the point where you can honor each other's energy and how you're meant to show up is like, it's such a beautiful way to support each other, you know? And one of the other things too is that it's taken me patience to explain to a splenic projector who has their head and ajna defined i do not have my head and ajna defined and i have my sacral defined and he does not so one of the biggest things that we've overcome together is me explaining how i run my business and how i do things like i'm literally designed to follow my gut that does not involve my head whatsoever. I I cannot logic myself through things if I do or don't want to do them. It's just there's I'm going to get into my not self theme right away. And so it was so interesting because I could see this playing out in so many conversations and it took a while. But having an undefined head and nausea myself and being able to hold space for someone who has their head and nausea defined 
and invite them literally to see things differently this was like a recurring thing and it was funny it's like the three line was showing up and they're like trial and error conversation trial and error conversation me explaining like this is why i do the things the way i do them this is why i take risks that are illogical i'm gonna do the things that literally light me up and i'm not available for anything less and it was like very it was interesting because at the beginning it was very challenging for him to like wrap his head around this and you know that was something that we really had to overcome so that i could feel supported in being an entrepreneur and so it was just so interesting because before human design i would have been like oh my god like you're such a jerk like you're not supporting me how i want to be supported and just like being really frustrated without understanding why but now i'm like okay this is your three line trial and error conversation also you have a defined head and ajna you're going to have a very firm beliefs and thoughts and opinions and ideas about things in your life and this is why you're so good at structures and strategies and just making things work but that's not how I operate so it's it's it allowed me to have compassion for myself and then also for him and this is again this is the conscious sun energy gate 36 the city is compassion right so having this understanding about his chart and my chart and then being able to hold compassion and be able, being able to shift my communication to honor his definition and his chart and mine is a complete game changer and i think that this is this is just so different it's so much deeper than surface level just communication of saying things like you know like i feel this and i feel that it's like okay i understand why this conflict is happening literally because energetically you're imprinted this way and this is why it's triggering the fuck out of me because that's what happens when you have defined versus undefined you know like i said open undefined centers are more likely to pick up conditioning and so when i know that my defined centers are going to get triggered or vice versa then I can be aware of that, right? This, this next level of self-awareness is ultimately what this allows you to do when you understand human design and how this works in relationships. And one of, the really, one of the really profound things that I've noticed and I've talked about with my partner is I have a defined G-Center. I have a lot of activation in my G-Center and he has an undefined G-Center. I think he might have one gate defined. And so we were talking about this and this has been the most profound impact that I think my chart has had on him, like my energy, for example, not just my chart of because I have now gained so much awareness with human design and just the personal growth and development that I've done in my life. And I know that the work that I'm doing now as a coach is literally what I'll be doing for the rest of my life. This strong identity, because I'm in alignment, it has made a massive positive impact on him being being in alignment and also embracing the fact that his identity will change depending on, you know, what is literally according to his spleen, like what's good for him, right? Like different styles of training, different styles of eating, different interests in career, like all of these things have changed a lot in his life. And it's like he he now feels grounded in me having a defined g-center and being in alignment and so i can see this and so i can hold space for it as well like let's say if 
you know, he's dealing with, you know, his perceptions on next career move or financial goals and so on, like, I can hold space and really impact him with, like, the biggest questions that I actually asked him recently that made a huge impact was, are you doing things because you think that's how you should do them? Or are you doing things because that's how you want to do them? And this just clicked recently and it completely tied into his splenic authority of asking like what's essential you know why don't i do things the way that i want to do them and that's an identity thing that's a huge identity thing and that's actually really if you're a self-projected projector that's like the main question you ask yourself like is this me is this what makes me happy is this what i is this what i feel like doing do i see myself doing this is this aligned with my values so it's so cool to understand my human design, be teaching my partner about it and being able to complement each other and work through things and hold space for each other. And that's really been like some of the biggest takeaways. And I do plan on doing a, an interview, a podcast interview with my partner to chat about this a little bit more in depth. But today I just really wanted to get into the nitty gritty. And so it was just like so much easier for me to do this episode on my own. But one of the things that I wanted to tie into with this episode was the impact of like just kind of piggybacking off the conversation yesterday with the conscious sun and earth energy. There was a major time in our relationship where this really played out. And it's, again, this understanding my energetic imprints, whether it's like my centers, my gates, my channels, and so on, my planets and alignment and whatever it's it's all relevant and it's so interesting because it just brings so much peace in terms of having answers and coming to conclusions and being able to see things differently and see things for what they are right and so one of the biggest things that it's funny because looking back now i can see from a human design lens how this played out so beautifully so on episode 12 on my podcast channel, I think it's called How Being Cheated On Gave Me My Self-Worth. This was an experience that I went through with my partner a long time ago now, like first year that we were together. And yeah, experienced infidelity in our relationship. And the reason why I want to bring this up is because I want to share how fucking profound the conscious sun and earth played a role in overcoming this. And it was, so I was 22 at the time, 23, I was 23, and experiencing that was one of the most heartbreaking things that I have yet to experience in my life, uh, just really being crushed by the actions of a soulmate, right, like really does not fucking feel good, and so again, going through I want to share with you how I healed this, like seriously, like the fact that I can talk about this without being triggered is like profound. And so going through the conscious sun, looking at this again, the conscious sun is the gate of crisis. The shadow is turbulence. The gift is humanity and the city is compassion. For my conscious earth, which is the gate of friction. The shadow is conflict. The gift is diplomacy and the city is peace. So when I look back at this event in late 2013, been a long time now, going into 2014, I was a thousand 
fucking percent in turbulence emotional turbulence like beyond anything i'd ever experienced and i was in complete conflict with myself i was in complete conflict with my partner and just like having so much judgment on myself and there was just so much heaviness like it really was this this pull like that is what the conscious sun and earth do is they pull each other and they they balance each other essentially and it was through a lot of personal growth work and just releasing and accepting that emotional turbulence and conflict it really took me about three years to like get over it but it was so interesting because I could see this like looking back on my life I can see this now it's like okay yes conflict and turbulence for a very long time and then moving up into humanity and diplomacy like being able to talk about what happened with peace which is obviously the city of gate six and compassion so I can see how that journey you know whether we're looking at it just from the gates perspectives or literally from like the gene keys perspective so life work which is gate 36 gate of crisis moving up into evolution which is the grounding of gate six the gate of friction i can see how this allowed me to overcome such a pivotal time in my life and that's that's what this energy does like understanding this energy you know really allowed me to accept they talked about this in yesterday's master class accepting the turbulence and the conflict within me and within how I was experiencing it in my life with my partner and with whatever else was coming up moving up into humanity and diplomacy and being diplomatic with myself and like coming out and through the turbulence and conflict coming through the shadows into the gift and moving into compassion and peace like I feel so much compassion and peace for what happened and understanding again like i mentioned earlier we're in our early 20s we're both in the three lines my partner was a three three i was a three two and that's not a justification for anything but it kind of freaking makes sense looking back at the three lines and like hmm, trial and error like really figuring things out in relationships you know in career and whatever in university that's where we were at that point and the other thing too is even just for my partner having an undefined g-center like being out of alignment having an undefined you center not having a sense of direction or any lovability so this is this is really the power of this work is like i think for me just because naturally my life's work the city is compassion like i have such a depth of compassion when it comes to people and myself that i, I always come back to this i always come back to compassion and i think that me understanding the conscious sun and earth and and embodying this human design and being able to like use this and use it as like a lens to view my relationships and how i communicate and how i show up how i process major events how you know how i ask for support how i share about my goals and my business it is so freeing it's so freeing it is so empowering it feels like i have my own permission slip it is so internalized instead of thinking like having you know the material things in life like you know the shiny car or having the perfect business or hitting six figures in record time like it's just so far beyond that like having this and understanding this energetic imprint that you have in your soul and as your your life's work and as your purpose really in life is is liberating and this is why i really wanted to share deeply the nitty-gritty of this work in these master classes because 
this work is so profound like it's just so beyond doing a one two three step to like release a limiting belief and so on like this is really about you like your energy your imprint your story and i think like me understanding the conscious sun and earth and like so much more embodying human design like obviously i'm talking a lot about the conscious sun and earth right now because this is the essence of the human design mastermind that i'm that i'm hosting and launching but this is just the start this is just the tip of the iceberg of getting that key and getting that access to like really i'm able to look back on so many events in my life where i experienced the turbulence and conflict and be able to see the journey that i went through in those moments to evolve and having this you know for example we go from like eight years of turmoil in my childhood with my stepdad or sorry my stepmom and my dad and then we go into this chapter in the beginning of my relationship where it was really challenging and it's like i can see now that i understand this more things move faster we get to move through things in life faster because the way to get through the shadow to the gift in the city is acceptance it is it is love it is embracing it is allowing and that's the art of contemplating that is what the gene keys are about and that's really what human design is about it's this beautiful experiment of like looking at yourself and looking at the fluidity of of being human being a human being and and getting these answers from within you energetically not logically and just really trusting your inner knowing and that's ultimately actually what I'm going to be talking about in tomorrow's masterclass is using human design to tap into your intuition and really trust yourself. And that's something that I'm really excited about. So that's going to be in tomorrow's masterclass. But just to kind of wrap things up today, I really hope that this gives you a bit more insight on the significance of how human design can be a major tool in your relationships. And it can be, you know, a major tool in giving space holding space knowing how to ask for support and just honoring each other's energy like it's really it's really powerful to do that so naturally i want to share about my human design mini mastermind this is right now i have a pre-sale waitlist sign up until october 20th 2021 and until the 26th that will be regular price so you have until the 20th to save 200 until then it'll be regular price october 27th until december 8th is how long the container is it's six weeks we have eight calls we have a community a sacred community whatsapp group and this container is really about expanding beyond like what i shared in the last two master classes of just looking at who you are your energetic imprints of your conscious sun and earth in particular and i know that we're going to talk about a million other things as well looking at how you embody your human design so that you can really connect with and hold space for yourself and the other people in your life and just feeling this freedom and this this peace and i just know that in this container like i i have like like an endless well of compassion to offer people as you navigate through this you know and i've shared some like really challenging things that i've been through and i just think it just makes me laugh because like honestly gate of crisis and then gate of friction like that sounds really hard and it has been right but that's what that's what's allowed me to access compassion and feel peace in my life and that's a kind of that's a kind of container that i'm creating with this so if you want to find out more information 
you can check the show notes. I'm going to have the link there to check out the landing page and you can find out more. But before I wrap things up today, this is where I'm going to list the questions of reflection for you to really, really look at in terms of this particular masterclass. And I'll include the questions in the show notes. But the questions I really want you to think about are, where are you in alignment in your life with your human design? How are you showing up that is allowing you to feel your signature, whatever human design type you are? How are you able to communicate what you need and also be able to support others and honor their human design? And if you have a partner, or it could be a business partner, it could be you know a spouse, life partner, friend, really looking at are they in alignment? Do they know about the human design? Like, how can you support them? How can you support each other? And ultimately, I think that the big thing that you can do today, just to really summarize everything that I talked about, is I shared about my experience of my childhood and how my dad is an ego manifester and that he was definitely out of alignment at times. And I shared with you this piece that I've gotten from just really going through my conscious sun and earth energies around, you know, it is what it is, what happened, how he was and how it's not personal. And so I'm really curious for you to look at whether it's a relationship in your life. If you look at it through a human design lens, what can you come to peace with? What can you, what can you allow and accept? And if it resonates with you to let go, that can be it as well. But I think that, you know, obviously we can never change the past, but we can change how we see it. And that's where, that's where the freedom comes. That's where the closure comes. That's where the understanding comes. And of course, the level of compassion. So I think that that's really what you can, you can sit on today from this masterclass, tying in yesterday's masterclass as well. And if you listen to this before you listen to the first one, make sure you go back and listen to the first one because I talk about, you know, what to do to find your conscious end and earth and how to look that up and really look at your life from that lens. Just, just be curious. So let me know if you have any questions about the program. I'm really excited about this. You have just under a week left to get on the pre-sale wait list to save you know 200 bucks and then i also have payment plans as well if you have any questions you can email me at uh hello at kaylag.com or you can message me on instagram at kaylag.com and we can have a chat so thank you for listening and i hope that you got lots of value out of this and you can find the next masterclass up on my podcast channel tomorrow